Commentary. Commentary. Fasten your seatbelts. It's a commentary. Everyone loves these making ofs. The story behind the scenes. The way that we got that one cool shot and what it all means. We'll talk. You're listening to the iZombie Podcast with Robin and Steph, a fan podcast about the CW show iZombie. My name is Robin, and uh, I'm so excited for season three. <laughs> uh, I'm Steph, and Robin, I told you there was nothing to be worried about. <laughs> I know, I know. I'm a big doofus. Um, the CW is also. I mean, you know, as soon as I open up my back door to my house, I imagine my children running out into the streets. So I'm just that kind of person. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a helicopter parent and a helicopter TV viewer. So. You are worst case scenario. <laughs> yes. Uh, but uh, yeah, uh, we're we're here celebrating um, iZombie's uh, first uh, birthday as well as the season three renewal. Uh, it's been a year. If you're listening to this on the day it's released, it's uh, March 17th, and it's been a one whole year. Since iZombie's pilot uh, hit the air, so, and it's weird because it's like it's a Thursday, but yeah, iZombie comes on Tuesdays. So we moved ahead a day because of the year, but we also moved ahead another day because it'll, it's a leap year. So, calendar nerdery, huh? <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, so uh, we have something special for you guys. Um, if you've read our show notes, you probably already know, um, but. Um, <laughs> Uh, we have a special guest here today, not here at this moment, but uh, we've got uh, executive producer Diane Rogerio Wright, and um, yeah, uh, she's she's awesome. Oh my god, you guys! She sat down with us and watched uh, the iZombie pilots over Skype, and actually it was over her phone, but we skyped her. Um, who cares? Uh, it was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> so if you uh if you want to keep listening to our news section and get yourself your netflix all set up and ready uh we actually provide a running commentary uh for the iZombie pilot it's it's our first of doing that and it had to be a special thing because it's uh birthday number one for iZombie so we had to get a extra special guest so diane was uh uh very nice and uh came on to our show so um that's coming up um steph are you still here with me yes <laughs> okay <laughs> let's let's get into the news and then we'll get to that commentary um so yeah uh we thought we'd have to wait till may uh which is when the uh tcas uh come out and we you hear about all the show renewals um and that's even a month after the iZombie season two finale just to, to find out if we're going to get a season three, but Friday, March 11th, we found out that CW not only renewed iZombie, but renewed all of their shows. Even rain. Yeah, even rain. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, this happened Friday, March 11th, which was uh, hilarious because I actually went home sick with the flu and was trying to pass out of my couch when all of a sudden Twitter blew up. <laughs> so I spent the next hour 
um, uh, feverishly uh, retweeting and uh, uh, writing, uh, uh, tweeting out all sorts of congratulations to everybody because I, I just, I'm just so happy for this show. I'm, I'm, I'm. It's like I don't know this stupid. Face the odds. Yeah, yeah. The, these, these stupid uh, Grim Reaper and all them, uh, you know, just saying for months that I Zombie and Crazy Ex Girlfriend were going to be, or were certain to be canceled. Well, I just got to say this in the most politest terms. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right. Well, I'm an adult. Um, I will continue on from there. Um, did you have anything to say? Uh, no. I mean, no? I just, I, I don't know. I was not worried. You weren't worried? I knew it would be fine. No. Didn't they renew, like, a bunch of shows right off the bat last year, too? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Even though, like, Rain, nobody has ever watched. Like, I'm the only person that watches Rain. <laughs> and they keep renewing it. I, I'll get to it. I'll get to it. <laughs> you won't like it. It's not something you would like you don't like those period dramas no i guess i guess i don't really watch any of those um some new news but now crazy ex-girlfriend you need to watch that because that is fantastic okay you know and it's a musical yeah that might be fun Mm -hmm. of course i thought galia was gonna be fun too anyway also on the news here (laughs) uh I uh, wanted to let everybody know that uh, is going to WonderCon that uh, iZombie is going to be there Friday, March 25th. Um, they have a panel from 4.30 to 5.30. So, you know, our first of our hopefully many different ways to uh, see our iZombie people in person. That um, says it's going to be... Is, a, that, is that the Anaheim? I believe so, yeah. It's one of those okay. West Coast things that I can't ever get to unless I spend thousands of dollars. Yeah. Because <laughs> I live in what, Vermont. Yeah, once in a lifetime chance, yeah. <laughs> Hopefully they come to New York. That's all I got to say. Um, but for WonderCon, um, they're going to do a special video presentation and a Q&A. Um, I'll read the copy here. Um, they, uh, Zombie returns to WonderCon for its sophomore appearance. To give fans the scoop on the shocking events still to come in season two. Will Liv learn the truth about Drake's involvement with Mr. Boss? Will Clive remain in the dark about the existence of zombies? What will happen to Blaine and Major as the effects of the cure wear off? The clock is ticking. Join us for a special video presentation followed by Q&A with series stars Rose McIver, Malcolm Goodwin, Raul Coley, Robert Buckley, David Anders, as well as executive producers Rob Thomas and Diane Ruggiero Wright. So, sounds like it's going to be awesome. I hope, uh, if I was in the area, I would go check it out. Um, But it looks like I'll probably have to catch up with it on YouTube. (laughs) Yeah, definitely. I wonder if they'll be at Comic-Con also. Yeah, I'm sure they probably yeah. everybody. You have to go to Comic Con. You have to go to Comic Con. Now, if they just you know uh, they'd they'd make me happy if they came to New York Comic Con. They'd make you and uh, our good friend Kevin Batchelder happy if they went to Dragon Con. Yeah, just all the cons, all the yeah. cons. Yeah, Dragon Cons get. I mean, it's kind of hard, you know, for for East Coast shows for. Not East Coast for West show West Coast shows to come to the South. That's kind of unheard of. But 
hey, it could happen. It's hard. It could happen, yeah. If anything, Raul should at least Skype in <laughs> like he did last yeah. year. And maybe he will put in a word for, for DragonCon. Maybe it'll become a thing. Yeah. It could always, you know, it could happen. Yep. Um, I have one last news item, which I uh, I I was I laughed so hard when I saw this come up in the news feed, uh, folks. If you're not uh, hip to it, uh, <laughs> uh, there are actually two Rob Thomases. Uh, there is the uh, writer and the man uh, who uh, co-created the show, uh, I Zombie and Veronica Mars. And uh, then there's the lead singer of Matchbox 20, who, you know, also had that hit song Smooth with Carlos Santana. Um, And these guys uh, constantly get confused about each other on Twitter, I believe. Uh, I saw Rob, uh, our Rob, the writer, uh, um, uh, tweet out something about uh, like a cake or a pie showing up to to him. And he's wondering if they sent it to the wrong Rob Thomas. (laughs) (laughs) It even says in uh, our Rob Thomas's uh, Twitter bio that he's uh, not the singer. He's the Veronica Mars party down eye zombie guy. <laughs> so anyway, there are two Rob Thomases. And uh, so the, this this headline was hilarious. Uh, Rob Thomas on eye zombie. Uh, so uh, the singer Rob Thomas is actually coming to eye zombie. Um, I have some details here. It says, oh, uh, I guess spoilers, I guess. Rob Thomas spoilers? Skip ahead if you're really sensitive about that. Um, But uh, it says, when Supermax needs a jingle, Max Rager chairman Von DeClark hires Thomas, playing himself, to perform the song. That's clever. I like that. So it says viewers will first hear the ditty in episode 17, which is Tuesday, April 5th. And then uh, Rob Thomas is going to appear in the flesh uh, during the season finale when he's going to perform a song from his solo career at the Supermax launch party. So, yeah. So, that, I like that. That's cool. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, there's a little bit of spoilers there, but I don't think they're like shocking spoilers. <laughs> no. Uh, sorry, I'll 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 read the rest of it. The at the Supermax launch party where Major dies. What? Ah! No, no, just kidding, <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> Uh, all right. Well, uh, before we get overwhelmed with dad jokes, um, why don't we uh, uh, cut to our what we recorded earlier, um, which is our commentary for the pilot episode of iZombie with Diane Ruggiero Wright. Commentary. Commentary. Fasten the seatbelts. It's a commentary. Okay, so we're here with uh, Diane Ruggiero Wright, uh, co-executive producer of iZombie and and co-showrunner, right? No, I'm actually, you're close. Close, close. I'm actually the co-creator. Co-creator, yes. Um, I'm executive producer with Rob. Co-executive producer is a different um, level, but uh, um, Rob is the showrunner. I'm just, I'm his his number two, two. as we like to call it. Um, You're the writer. um, well, it, it's weird. like usually the the showrunner has a number. I'm like his. Um, I'm his, it's like think Star Trek. Yes. I'm number two. <laughs> oh no, actually, in well, Star you, Trek I'd be number you'd one. Be number one. So yes. make it so number one. But in TV it's number two. <laughs> just so you feel shitty about your job. <laughs> but Dan Dan actually, Etheridge is up in Vancouver, so he leads the away team, right? So <laughs> he he leads the away team, and 
in a weird way, is just the boss of everyone anyway. So, because uh, I, I think I fear Dan more than I fear any uh, human being. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. Well, because if you get a strong, like if Dan calls and you've messed something up, you know that you've messed something up on a big scale. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because like if he calls from set and there's something that there's a, it's, there's so many in people, there's so many people involved that I'm always like, oh, shit. What should I do? But I never make mistakes, so it's okay. Well, uh, I, we first want to thank you so much for coming on our little podcast. Uh, really, really appreciate it. Uh, can I tell you guys something that I was really jealous and kind of missed? Because I, I thought they talk to every. Why don't they talk to me? Do they not? <laughs> do they not know about me? Like what? They're uh, talking to Buckley. Who wants to listen? Like Buckley? Come on. <laughs> Are you kidding? Like Steph and I, uh, we listened to both your episodes of the writers panel, and we were like, um, "Yeah, I Zombie Bucket List." We get Diane on the show. I mean, probably even more than Rob. We've been looking forward to this. To be honest with you. Um, well, I'll pretend that that's true, but I also, um, I'm actually, I just pulled up your, your, your website, um, to see if there are pictures of you, and I just found a very nice picture of Rob with his, with his blue suit and his glasses, and I'm really grateful that there's not a photo of me, because I would be bummed. Um, but thanks for having me on, I'm psyched. Yeah, uh, and we also have to say two more things, uh, uh, first, uh, congratulations on season three, like, we've been all, like, biting our nails, and, you know, we've been hearing all the, you know, Mr. TV Grim Reaper, uh, our, you were biting our... your nails, Robin. I was confident that it would get picked up. Yeah, that's true. Hard. I was reading all the like the terrible like ah oh, blah blah blah, you know, stupid Grim Reaper and all like Cancel Bear and. Um, oh, that's what his name is, Cancel Bear, because I don't pay I I don't pay attention to anything. We shouldn't it either. Me out, like I don't read Deadline, like all of that, because all it's just too much. Uh, it just makes me feel like crap. Uh, yeah. So I never pay attention to that, and they were telling me about cancellation. There and I thought that was like what they were calling some guy. Like I didn't know that someone <laughs> called himself Cancellation Bear, and um, yeah. I really I just find it delightful because I, I really want him to write in like a bear suit. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I just want some guy in like a full-on bear suit just being like, no, don't pick it up. <laughs> I know everything. Right. I sang in my keys. <laughs> So, yes, uh, congratulations on season three. Uh, so Thanks. excited. If you want to tell us everything that's going to happen in season three right here on the podcast, oh, we won't tell okay. anybody. <laughs> yeah, don't tell anybody. Don't tell Rob that I said anything. It's just between us. Yeah. Um, can, I can tell you guys something that's really uh, crazy. Well, not all that crazy, but crazy for us is oh. that as long as we've worked together, and I think actually in Rob's career, too, and Dan and Danielle, all of us, um, none of us have been on a show that we knew was coming back before we went on break. Oh, wow. Wow. Yeah, so every I've spent every hiatus, like, you know, Shucky the Clown going out for development or staffing. Because <laughs> like, <laughs> um, you never know. what's gonna, You never know if you're, we're always on the bubble. We're on the bubble with Veronica Mars. We were all independently on the bubble with any other show that we did. Mm-hmm. We never left a season knowing that we were coming back the next season, so... Um, I'm just going to blow it all on, on drugs and hookers because I can. So, <laughs> so and it was so perfectly you know. timed. It was, you know, David Andrews birthday. And then you guys, you know, the after party that it was just about to wrap for the season is so perfect. That must've been so amazing. Um, I'm going to sound like such a jerk, but I, I it's horrible and I'm saying it out loud, but <laughs> I, there's a little place and like a little resort place. Uh, in LA that's like a getaway that you could go to for like a weekend and have a three-year-old so like going places is always kind of like a pain in the ass going on trips and 
so we've like that's been our like faux vacation is to go there for like two days uh, on occasion like twice a year maybe and um every time all three times that i've been there is when the sh- uh is when the, the pilot got picked up and then when it got picked up for season two and then it, I, I was there when it got picked up for season three <laughs> so i feel like i should just be on vacation all the time and <laughs> yeah be wildly successful <laughs> Uh, that's great. And, uh, of course, uh, th- we're going to be releasing this uh, tomorrow, and if people are going to be hopefully listening to it, uh, it would be today, the, the one-year anniversary of the pilot uh, uh, being put on TV. Of course, it was like probably like a six-month wait since uh, from, from Comic-Con to when the pilot – it was it like nine months. It was, it was quite a long time. Yeah, that was another weird thing is that we had finished writing a whole season before it yeah. aired. Yeah. Wow. Um, I also like to think this is the anniversary of me getting cool. <laughs> uh, uh, how many years? How many years anniversary? Is, no, the, the, the one year anniversary, which oh. is so not true because I'm still not cool. But I think um, I feel the show makes me feel a little cool. This wasn't the first time I've been on anything that people were watching it while it was on the air. You know, yeah. Veronica Mars had its fans, but for the most part, it got a huge fan base when it was, you know, when it went to cable or when it went to DVD and Netflix and all that. But mm-hmm. um, the show, like, people watch it on TV. It's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, we don't want to keep you too long, so we should probably get the pilot going and then we'll I'm just... I'm so sorry. <laughs> Oh you no! Like, can we can we do the commentary already? <laughs> no, no, please. Uh, we'll be happy to uh, talk to you for an hour and then uh, watch the first two episodes because we know the second one's written by you. So uh, <laughs> feel free oh, to. Oh my ha- god! We'll hang out all night. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, I, I have to stop talking. I'm so sorry. Okay. So would you want me to should I hit play? <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, well, let's just time it in with everybody listening at the same time. Uh, we're, we all have our Netflixes uh, ready to go. We have Live uh, in, in animated form, the caption Life Before Death. And we're going to hit play in three, uh, on go. Wait, 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 wait. I don't have that. See, I've already messed up the technology. I just have the play episode. Should I be hitting? Okay, I'm going to hit. Oh, I just have it paused play. on the screen. Oh, okay. And well, their stuff's talking. <laughs> um, okay, wait. Retrieving. Okay, like before death. Yes. Okay, cool. Okay. All right, ready? Um, we're gonna hit. Uh, we're gonna hit play on go. Okay. Are you set? I'm set. Okay, cool. Three. Okay, one. Oh, okay. Oh. <laughs> ready? You tell me. Oh. I'm gonna just put the fuck up, and you tell hey, me what you want. Me hey, to if you want to exe- uh, co-executive produce this count off, we can do this. <laughs> um, I have a re- I have some rewrites. Um, I think that we should go uh, one, two, three instead of three, two, one. No, three, two, oh, one is much boy. better. You go. All right. You go. All Ready? Right. You go. Three. Three, two, one. You go. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Three, two, one. Go. We have our uh, boom. Yes. Oh, Rose is so pretty. Hey, Diane, can you talk about how pretty Rose's Rose is? Look? Yes. How much time yes. do you have? <laughs> was there? A, I'm sure that was, that was a huge discussion of what her zombie form would look like because she needs to look spooky and kind of scary, but still be cute mm-hmm. and pretty. Yeah, you could pretty much do anything to her and she would still look cute and pretty I've, I've, yeah. I've tried like different wigs just to try to make myself feel better to uglier up and you, it can't be done um, we knew that well I mean we had the graphic novel and we loved the look of 
of Gwen so much. Chris and Michael Allred did such a great job that oh. we, we wanted her to look like that, you know, and mm-hmm. we wanted her, her to be as close to that as we could, but putting a little, a, a tiny different spin on it, but not much. It was definitely inspired by the, the look of the, the comic. And um, uh, we also had talked with the, the, the network, Tom Sherman at the CW said, I really I want her to be a Halloween costume. I want people to be able to do cosplay. And we mm-hmm. were, were like, fuck, so do we. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> of course we do. Um, I want someone trick-or-treating as Liv at my front door. <laughs> By the way, if you trick-or-treat to my house in a Liv costume, you get the whole bowl of candy, just so you know, if anyone wants it's to do that. Inside but um, yep. <laughs> but uh, that actually was one of the greatest things, was going to Comic-Con and see people dressed like Ravi and yeah. and Liv, and it was great. But um, as far as her brunette hair goes in this book, we wanted it to be as much of a a contrast as possible. And I think it's universally understood that brunettes are the smart doctors and blondes are half dead. So, right, <laughs> no, um, maybe not, joke bomb. But um, no, we wanted her to have the, the smart brunette yes. and then she becomes the blonde cartoon cool chick. So, right. Yeah. Um, do you, have you ever considered on uh, of, of getting Liv back into the hospital setting as well as being in the morgue? Or, because, you know, it just kind of reminds me of how how quickly Liv uh, jumped in to save uh, Drake. Well, of course, she then had to scratch him, but, you know, she's still got that... Uh, she's still a doctor, you know? Uh, not just a doctor. Yeah. Of... Yeah, I wish that we had... I mean, we had that one beat in that one episode. I would love to have that happen, you know, more in the spur of the moment, mm-hmm. there being an emergency where she has to save someone and, and not by scratching them. Um, that that would be cool. Um, we don't have anything on... on deck but i'm gonna say that i had that idea and that before you said it oh okay that? you did no i'm kidding i, I just stole it from you <laughs> no no i did it's, it's cool i mean i don't think we'll have her like working at a hospital but uh but who knows season 20 she could be a doctor again and at this point i'm sure um, everybody's singing along with the the theme song I know. I lowered it, so um, I'm, I'm in love with the main title. Yeah, I wish right. that there was a visual alarm clock that you could wake up to seeing something instead of just hearing something, because I would love to wake up to seeing them. Oh. And I would also yeah, love to wake, wake up to looking at Allie. Mm, mm, yes. <laughs> I, 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 we have a uh, we have some huge uh, Allie fans uh, that uh, listen to our podcast, and uh, they're always uh, I, aching for more Peyton. <laughs> yeah, if, how could you not be? Um, she's just, she's cool as hell. Mm-hmm. Allie's amazing. And she's, yeah, she's all that. So what made you guys uh, um, want to like skip five months ahead? Uh, I mean, we get, uh, we get a little peek of uh, uh, post boat party in the episode Astro Burger, where we catch her on video chowing down on her first brain. But mm-hmm. I mean, was it the fact that she's it was literally five months of that? Yeah. She was just, <laughs> no, I think it was the, I think that's the time to pick it up is when, you know, you want to pick it up right before, right when there's a change. I think yeah. seeing her, um, the the struggle that she had was probably pretty monotonous and, and not that stimulating to see, mm-hmm. you know. And who knows, maybe someday we'll uh, see more of that. Um, but I, I feel like for, for to get things started and to get people invested, we have to skip ahead a bit. Right. Because I mean, Robbie does say later on, like she doesn't really even talk much 
you know, so there would be a lot of just depressing episodes. Well, I have to say the pilot was pretty hard because the pilot was, she wasn't in that place yet where she was engaged. She was Mm -hmm. still pretty out of it and depressed and mourning her old life in the pilot. So, um, and it's, you know, it's a pilot that the main character changes and and becomes invested in her life. So it was kind of a challenge to, to write and have her be still, you know, in, in, in a character that's still engaging when she's depressed and in a bad place, mm-hmm. you know? <laughs> so it was, uh, I don't think we could have stayed in that too long. Mm-hmm. Oh, you wrote this one too. You were, you co-wrote this one as well. The pilot? Yeah, we co-wrote, we wrote the pilot together. For some reason I thought it was just Rob and then the second episode was you, but I got that wrong. No, I'm no, I, I, we, we created the show together. So oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, we created the show together. We wrote the pilot together and then Rob directed it and he did a, he did a great job of directing it. It's so yes. funny cause I always, I always want him to direct more and I don't like every time we have a meeting to discuss upcoming directors, I'm always saying, and Rob Thomas, but um, <laughs> yeah, I wish he directed, I wish that he directed a couple of seasons, mm-hmm. a couple of seasons, but um, we also have Dan Etheridge, who's one of the executive producers. He's, he's directed for us this season and an upcoming episode, episode 215. Yeah. He, Next week. He kicked, he kicked so much ass, like as his, as a producer on the show and someone who's invested in the show, I was like, this is great. This is amazing. And as his friend, I was like, fuck yeah, Dan. <laughs> That's <laughs> he great. tore it up. He did amazing. And he had a great script by John M. Baum. So mm-hmm. uh, it's, you guys are going to love it. Yeah, I looked back in his IMDb and I noticed that the last thing he directed, at least listed there, would be uh, the Veronica Mars episode with uh, Paul Rudd. So <laughs> Yes. That no one got to see on TV and, and uh, on the West Coast because there were brush fires. Oh, and really? we had this party. We had a viewing party for Dan's episode at um, John and Bomb's house. And we were all gathered and we had our champagne and we're all ready to go celebrate the Dan's television directorial debut. And then it was like live fire. And it was literally watching a twig burn for 45 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> that was Dan's big moment. So. Here are the uh, um, here are the ramen noodles. Uh, they're they, is, they came with my action figure. This is a figure. point of pride for me. Yeah, because this is something that I was really into and was uh, just super excited about us doing, and was really glad that Rob liked it and the Tupperware shaking and all that. We all we I I think we we really nailed that, and I I love this whole sequence. Oh, the food look. I don't care. There's brains in it. There's the food always looks great on the show. It's like Hannibal. <laughs> <laughs> and that great that great surprise that Robbie knows. Yes. Uh, oh, because it would be you have to, if if we had to have her explain zombies to him and make him believe and win him. It would take like the audience. We we were already doing that to the audience. Having to have her do that to a main character and an audience was just too much. Yeah. So I feel yeah. like it was a really smart decision to have him already be on board so that we could get all that information out without kind of pandering to everybody. And also the great yeah. thing, the thing that I love about the show is that it, it exists in a world where zombies exist in pop culture. Yes. You know, The Walking Dead is a show in this world. You know, they're, you know, they call the other zombies Romero's in this world. Like, mm-hmm. and it just makes it more fun. Yeah, yeah, we definitely appreciate that too because it is so weird that, you know, uh, like some, you know, we get like jokes, like in Shaun of the Dead, where he's like, "Don't, don't say the Z word," <laughs> you know, because we don't just yeah. say that during zombie zombie things. But yeah, this is this is something she was just watching that at the Living Dead. Uh, yeah, this is great. 
Yeah, I've been trying to get... Um, uh, they're coming for you, Barbara, in an episode, but we haven't done it yet. That's my goal. Um, we should probably talk about Raul and how great he is. Yes. I'd like to pretend that I found him working as a waiter at a Chuck E. Cheese in, in the UK, but they don't have Chuck E. Cheeses, and I, he never waited, so I can't really pull off that lie. But he's awesome, and I'm so glad that we we have him and then I could pretend that I personally discovered him but I didn't oh yeah he's amazing he was actually one of our first guests uh, on on the podcast he came on for uh, virtual reality bites and was he beyond hilarious oh he was awesome he like stayed for like 90 minutes <laughs> it, was, it was great <laughs> he's so funny yeah he's the best uh, and you know, um, he's always uh, been great with the uh, fan interaction as well oh and here's David speaking Anders. of fans speaking of uh, fans there's David Anders and his me being a fander, I like to say. <laughs> um, he's, he's amazing, too. I, I feel like that's going to be the whole commentary is me telling you how amazing everyone is. Oh, that's fine. We'll agree with you. <laughs> I mean, uh, I, I was telling uh, Rob this. I said, you know, the reason why we decided to do a podcast about iZombie, we, it was another Rob Thomas show, and David Anders is going to be a bad guy on it. So <laughs> sign us up. <laughs> I, I want to do something where David Andrews is a good guy. Yeah. Yeah, at some point. Was, like, wasn't just he... for real, separately, where he's just the nicest guy in the world from the beginning, and there's no twist or turn. He's just... We we uh, um, we covered his uh, his zombie movie, uh, The Revenant, during one of the one of the breaks. Yeah, that was a lot oh, of fun. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Um, and obviously, you've heard him sing on the show, but yes. he, I just, I just, he makes me just want to do a musical episode because his voice is amazing. Uh, we pretty much pester everybody about a musical episode, so we won't do that to you. But uh, when's the musical episode coming? <laughs> um, that's Dan, we Dan Etheridge. Uh, we talk about it all the time, jokingly. But I, um, uh, I would love nothing more. Right. <laughs> well, you know, you, you gave us a little bit of one with uh, even cowgirls get the black and blues. So I, I like that. And uh, you know, David Anders is always. Uh, 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 busting out into song on his uh, his uh, uh, organ, so that's cool too. Yeah, and yeah. well, um, Malcolm is a dancer, and Rose is a singer and a dancer. Mm-hmm. Um, Allie obviously is a singer and a dancer. Um, I don't know what the hell Raul can do. I think he might just, I think he might just stand around <laughs> looking attractive and having an accent. Is I don't know if he can <laughs> sing, but I think oh, he raps. He raps. Yeah, yeah. I've seen them all rap, rap, yeah, on, like, Vine and stuff, yeah. I kind of like the idea of them singing and dancing around him while he's in, like, a, a Bond suit. You know, like, he looks like James Bond yes. and he's by some, some fantastic car and they do a, a number where he doesn't have to smile or do, he could just look good. Well, how about, you know, there's been, like, uh, fantasy sing, song and dance numbers in uh, Six Feet Under in, you know, the like God, a I morgue setting, so. I love those. That was amazing. Maybe a fantasy um, se- sequence. doesn't have to be a whole episode. I love, I, I'm going to do podcasts just to get pitches. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> hey, if you want us to sit in the writer's room, we'll be, we'll be, we'd be happy to. <laughs> it's so funny to look at this too. Yeah. Oh, have you been in a writer's room before? No, we just hear about them. Oh, you just hear about them? <laughs> it's uh it's, it's kind of ours is, is kind of like Thunderdome. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, it's not at all. Um, the big only, thing of our of is, that, <laughs> is that Rob throws his gum. Um, and uh, Rob, who is a basketball, was a basketball player in in college, and you know is a is a good 
Um, uh, he would love that I said that. I don't know if that's, I assume that he's a good basketball player. I know he was a good football player. I assume that he was a good basketball player. But he will throw his gum in the trash can, and it's the, the joke of whether or not he'll, he'll get it in. And that's all, all day he's throwing his gum in the trash can. And then a lot of time it just sticks to the walls. So does he need somebody to just kind of like hold the can so he can get it in? I think or? that's what I think that's what my job my job is number two is <laughs> if I have I'm, I'm not being helpful that day I, I have to hold the can. You, can, you take turns <laughs> you as the backboard. Come at me. <laughs> uh, oh, um, I, I love the haunted house. This is very. Uh, I mean, the iZombie Zombie opened up. Uh, the, the comic opened up with a special Halloween episode uh, where they were all. Yeah, she was in. She was in the Shaun of the Dead costume. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, this is so funny. It's so weird to look at these things and just remember making the pilot and think about the things that were so, like, at the time. Mm-hmm. Like, the eyeball eyes were, like, this thing where I was like, that's, like, I had all these opinions about the uh, the eyeball wall, and now it's like, no one cares about the eyeball wall. It's they're, there, they're but all, it doesn't make the pilot. They're all staring at Liv and and observing her while she's trying to act normal in this in this setting right so the um, <laughs> we're watching you yeah. we've got our eye on you well it's it's all eye like zombie, eye zombie. <laughs> <laughs> um and there's robert buckley looking just he's just so unsightly it's, it's, i can't even i can't believe that uh, whoa he was just staring me to down look at him. yeah yeah it's hard to look at him it's just he's just poor guy oh and there's uh darren uh um that's Darren North is a national treasure. He's a delight. And him as Johnny Frost, when, when we hit that, when we were breaking the pilot and we came up with that, uh, Rob was, we had just, I think we just finished shooting, Rob just finished shooting the Veronica Mars movie and was still, still editing. And I think we were working over in offices in Burbank and, so we, I would come in the afternoon and we would be breaking the iZombie pilot. And actually, we broke part of it over go to meeting too. But yeah. um, when we hit the weatherman Johnny Frost, Darren Norris, we were like we were so it was a turning point of joy for both of us. <laughs> it just made us so happy. Uh, Johnny Frost is that influenced at all by Doctor Horrible's Johnny Snow or even Game of Thrones Jon Snow? <laughs> uh, no, it was not. It was actually. Um, uh, just on influenced by uh, weathermen with with weather yeah. names and how great that uh, some people have are given names that they have no choice but to become meteorologists. You know, right. like Dallas Rains, what he had to become a meteorologist. He had no, you know. <laughs> there's another storm. I can't remember. Yeah. Uh, there was a guy on the East Coast. I can't remember what his name is, but he had this amazing fantastic name and it's like well uh, you're exactly who i want my leather from <laughs> oh before i forget uh we have we have live stealing things left and right here and everything's red for some reason was there a reason for that yes we uh that was um uh, a thing that we had talked about when we were just talking about visually what we wanted the show to look like mm-hmm. and we liked the idea of it kind of being um, more muted colors and have these pops of of life as she's like kind of grasping at life in a way. Uh-huh. You know, she's dead, but the red is like blood and life and her kind of it, it, it punctuating the visually kind of punctuating the scenes is something that um, 
I was really interested in. And I think he did a great job of it. And, and Matthew, um, who designed the show, he did a great job of that. You'll, you'll see it in the morgue. There's just little pops of red here mm-hmm. and there. Um, and, and then every object she take has, takes out some red in it. And I, 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 my mind just exploded. Uh, I didn't realize before that Clive is drinking a Max Rager. <laughs> yeah, that was something. That was a very last-minute kind of the Max Rager thing <laughs> kind of happened at the end. Like, we, I think we were all, the pilot was, it was right before we started shooting. It was right when we were about to shoot the pilot that Rob had the Max Rager idea. And um, it was very last. It was very last minute. So it's so funny that it became such a big part of the of the show yeah. because he he came up with that towards right right before we started shooting. So Clive could Hulk out at any minute now, right? <laughs> well, it's not only if he did, you know, Utopium and whatever oh, right, whatever yes. other secret thing makes you a zombie. The boat party yeah, Utopium, uh, yeah. So, so Diane. Were there any? What were the challenges of like writing the pilot or shooting the pilot? The the challenges of, of writing the pilot. Actually, the, there's <laughs> to be honest, this pilot experience. We both had just a fantastic pilot experience. They get oh, they had they uh, Susan Rovner at the, at um, Warner Brothers had come to Rob with this project, and he came to me and asked me if I wanted to do it with him, and we had just done the Veronica Mars movie we had just written that together and uh he he had brought me on on that pretty late and um we had just worked together on that and uh, obviously we've worked together forever um but he said would you be interested in doing this and i of course like he he had me at comic and zombie and um as soon as we just started getting together it was so it was just fun we had a great time and uh, it was pretty. Uh, it was a really smooth experience writing the pilot. Like I said, half the time we did it on go to meeting. So we would have our. We, we we met and broke most of it together, and then he went back to Austin, and we would have our our morning meeting on the phone, and then we'd each go off independently and write, and then share our pages with each other. And um, it was couldn't have been smoother and we got we were so supported everybody mm. you know a lot of times you write a pilot and you just get noted to death and we were just getting little hearts and smiley faces it was pretty amazing um it sounds so, like the cw is a great place to have your show i think it i mean it, it's a great place to have your show for us definitely i mean i think that they're also very like they're just great uh, i mean i really like them and they're they're really great with rob and uh, i think they um they know they're just respectful of the, the writing process and you know they trust their their writers and creators and uh it's yeah it's been pretty great i have to say i love that um, and oh, when we lucked yeah. out with the cast too you know mm-hmm. we have been so screwed especially with raul because he had he we didn't know him he was an unknown he could have shown up and been a total asshole and we would have been screwed. <laughs> um, and he showed up and he was money in the bank. Like he, the, 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 his first day was the bulk of his scenes and he had so much dialogue and he was perfect. He was perfect. He didn't miss a line. He did everything amazing and uh, he, he could have screwed the whole production. Uh, that day would have, you know, tanked us and he, he was amazing. 
Yeah, because his and character so, was and, supposed to be like a uh, like an old Giles type, right? At the, at, when you first well, we had we had, we had originally conceived him of, as an older guy. There was an actor that Rob liked from a show that I can't remember, and so we wrote it with that guy in mind. And then you the know bachelor. that didn't work out. And was it the so, Bachelor? I'm sorry. Was it the no, Bachelor? No, oh my God, no, 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 never. <laughs> um, I can't think of what the name of the show was. It's I'm so funny. Kidding. I had never seen the Bachelor. Me like either. that's not my jam at all. And then one of the writers on the show this season writes a writes a blog called the Blow Off. That's like a a Bachelor recap. And so she had a party a couple weeks ago, and I went and I was like, "What is this show?" Like I could not believe it. And then of course I watched the the finale and like now I'm just another asshole who watches <laughs> um but just two episodes so I'm not that big of an asshole but, okay. um uh this is fun too because Rose did, Rose learned Romanian in like a second and she was she's oh. she picked up this accent like she literally was learned had had mastered that accent in like a half an hour it was amazing maybe she's even so like great. 15 minutes oh, wow. she's I adore her. That look I love too, that she just picked <laughs> up. You just saw her give a great look. And this girl was great too. Our guest cast was amazing. Mm-hmm. Our, our hookers <laughs> were fantastic. Yes, uh, you know, just small bit characters are. Do y'all ever talk about quirk? Because the characters, they border on quirky. They're interesting, but not quirky. Are, you mean our main characters? Your no, your side characters, your little bit part players. Um, oh, you, you mean so? So not the brain of the week, but the people that they're um, the people that they're interviewing over the course of their investigation. Yeah, I mean, I yeah. think that that's just um, it's something, Rob, that we that we really kind of one of the, the places that our writing kind of goes together seamlessly is that we both um, love specificity mm-hmm. <laughs> and so yeah. when we write something we always have a specific each person has like a specific thing that they they do to make it um put a little as rob would say put a little spin on the ball and so i think that just comes from us liking um specific references and having people have uh specific traits and and really kind of describing them and making them fleshed out I and see not that. Cartoony, yeah. Hopefully, <laughs> no, not cartoony. Just very interesting. Oh, great! Thanks. I'll take interesting. And of course, uh, <laughs> Pratt the Killer. I heard on the uh, the Writers Panel podcast that uh, the name came from Chris Pratt, right? <laughs> yeah, as you've noticed in the beginning of the our talk, I tend to ramble. So <laughs> I would come into work in the morning and be like, blah, blah, blah. Here's what I did. And we had gone to see, uh, was it Guardians of the Galaxy? I don't know if it was Guardians of the Galaxy. I forget what it was. Jurassic but World? I had just, no, it wasn't Jurassic oh, World because no, it was no, way no. before that. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. guess it was. I don't remember what it was, but maybe it could have just been um, Parks and Rec. But um, uh, I had just gone to see something with my husband and came in was just going on and on and, and, and then we were both talking about him because Rob is a fan also. And that's, that's just how it came about. Um, and that was my, uh, I, I love that. Line. <laughs> Sorry. Um, uh, <laughs> ah, she's going to fall. No, my foot is slipping. Um, I always thought sometimes it sounded like she was saying my foot is sleeping, <laughs> but, uh, 
Yeah. Anyway. That, that is that is part of the formula that um, uh, I thought might be repeated every um, every episode, which would be like the the moment before uh, the the person dies. Uh, but I guess that would be more more harder to uh, cover up. You know who is the actual murderer? Who did it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it would be it would be a very short. We'd have a lot of room for the zombie stuff if we did it that way. <laughs> yeah. But um, uh, it's funny because when we did this pilot, we didn't know that we were going to have her. Um, you know, in this, she just has kleptomania and she speaks a little Romanian, but then in episode two, she's really like taking on the artist's brain in kind of a big way. And that's because once we, the show got picked up and we got in the writer's room and we started talking about how we were going to do this and what the rules were going to be for her, we decided it would be more fun to have her actually kind of every week do uh, our version of like quantum leap in a way, you know, like, nice. mm-hmm. uh, trait, trait quantum leap. So, um, you know, different takes on a different life in a way, but, um, dirty, Debbie dirty, Harry. Dirty, Harry. I love that. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, so it's, it was definitely different from, we weren't thinking that far ahead when we did the pilot. Right. And I, you know, speaking of a, a, a TV show and it's, regular formula like i thought you know when we see full-on zombie mode at the end of this episode i thought that that's we're going to see her like essentially hulk out at at the end of every episode and save the day and you know it's so funny we couldn't say the hulk because it's a dc show but we had a we had and we accidentally kept saying hulk kept saying things that were other that were marvel Mm -hmm. and uh we had a we kept doing it over and over again. DC was like, people, what is wrong with you? <laughs> like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. Um, but um, What's the equivalent to Hulk in the DC universe? There's, there's not. And, and, and I had a, a, a conversation with, with Jeff Johns, and I'm like, so who's the Hulk? And he's like, just write a different line. Like, why are you trying to make it? Live like, Shazam. It's full on Shazam. Exactly. <laughs> I went to full on Shazam. Um, yeah. But... Uh. This is so funny. This seems like so long ago. Yeah. Um, uh, people that I went to high school with, this is so funny, but people have mentioned, I've, I've mentioned, we've mentioned polio and Jonas Salk several times. I think only about three or four times in the series, but I went to, I went to Jonas Salk middle school. Mm-hmm. And it's funny that people from my high school be like, Jonas Salk, Jonas Salk, shout out. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, Polio's a shout out. <laughs> oh, here's another great one. I was working on a bit. Cagney and Pasty. Classic. <laughs> <laughs> That's so great. I love him. Uh, oh. Little heartbreaking moment coming up. Oh, spoiler. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, one of the first songs I tracked down for my iZombie Spotify oh my playlist. <laughs> Uh, I have to say, um, one of the first songs that I did as well, like one of the first <laughs> songs that I emailed Rob in the editing process and said, what's, what's, who, who sings that song? Yeah. Rob does all the music because I, um, I, it would all be all 80s music. Mm-hmm. <laughs> It'd be inexplicably like, uh, like Karma Chameleon or something. Or yeah, pop- no, it would be like, <laughs> You know, like it would just be, it would be insane. But um, Rob does all the, you know, he is a music guy, and uh, this is a great choice. I love it so much. Well, being from Austin, he can't help but be a good music guy. Yeah, that's the place for music, huh? Yeah, I would love to go to Austin. 
and uh, two people playing a single player game. There we go. Oh, is it? Yeah. yeah. Well, she's pretending. She's just faking it. I, she just wants him to think she's that chick, <laughs> that cool chick that plays video games. Uh, the first, the first girlfriend that gets dismissed by Major, and then we we had Steph on our show actually uh, uh, a couple months ago. Poor Steph. Yeah. Oh wait, Steph was uh, Robbie's girlfriend. Was by Robbie, Debs though. Howard. Yeah. Debs Howard. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Deb Howard. She was actually originally supposed to be the cheerleader on the. We almost cast her as the cheerleader on the uh, the second to last episode of the first season. Mm. Um, but we saved her for a bigger part. Um, mm. We give Clive so much freaking dialogue, <laughs> and it's not <laughs> none of it is easy to say. Thank God he. Um, I always feel like I should apologize to him because <laughs> it's just these huge bulks of information, this huge like, block rather of information. What did DC and think the of uh... turtleneck? That was a big thing oh, that we yeah. had to stop. He had to stop wearing the turtlenecks. I love the turtleneck. I think he looks amazing. It's I want him to turtleneck look. every episode. Yeah. What did DC think about uh, the mention of Superman and then Ron Jeremy directly after? Uh, they missed that one, but thanks for pointing it out. I mean, uh, we'll edit that. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's nothing. But well, I mean, yeah, they didn't. They didn't notice that. Yeah. I think it's a, well, you know, <laughs> it's a quick, it's a, it's an easy leap. Um. Uh. Speaking of uh, uh, comics, uh, you uh, actually mentioned on the writers panel podcast that uh, if you brought a wear terrier into the mix, it might be a little bit too much like uh, being human. And then we've heard, uh, you know, interviews with you and Rob and talking about how, like, True Blood kind of covered all that territory. And, uh, I mean, do you ever feel kind of tempted to kind of open up the universe in iZombie to weird harriers or mummies or ghosts? Uh, Robert Buckley actually said in the last interview, he's like, I think out of all those, I'd prefer a ghost, having a ghost on the show. <laughs> <laughs> he, he always wants a ghost. Um, um, it's so funny. I think we'll do a lot of twins. Yeah. <laughs> but I don't know if we'll do any ghosts. But um, no, I think that I think that once you, I, I think it's just like different worlds. And I mean, yeah. like you look at sh- some shows that are just on forever, and then maybe eventually people make changes. But I just I think our 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 zombie show is grounded. <laughs> it's so crazy. But I just don't think that that's our world, and it, it's so hard to do. You know, production-wise, even do the zombie stuff that making making that other stuff look good or look cool just costs so much money, mm-hmm. and and you want it to look good and you want it to be true to this the world that we created. And I just don't I just don't think that would be. You know, look, yeah. I, I love the com- and I've said this a bunch of times. I love the comic, and but we we once we moved away from that, I feel like we would be like bastardizing it to try to bits and pieces to put back in. You know what I mean? Right. Like we can't make Peyton a 1960s ghost, <laughs> but how, but that 1960s ghost is so freaking cool and I love it. And that's one of my favorite, like yeah. that character in the, I like, I, that's one of the things that made me love the comic so much, but I just don't think it works for oh, so uh, sad our with show her now. Parents. Her parents. Oh my uh, God. Yeah. Chris is amazing. I keep saying amazing. I need a new word, but he is. <laughs> I am amazed, legitimately. 
No, and, and it's just like... You'll it, notice the red, sweat, the red shirt that she's now wearing. Mm, yes. Yeah, she's got the classic red sweater on. I believe Pop that's... Pop of red. Oh, wait. The, my action figure has, I believe, that outfit with a, uh, a lab coat over the top of it. Yes. I don't have an action figure yet. It's crazy. She got one. She comes with like six different pairs of hands. It's it's weird, <laughs> but she comes with like a her own coffee, her own uh, her own uh, 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 pea dish with the noodles there. Uh, was that? And she gets oh. hot, of course, hot sauce. Yes, hot sauce. Hot sauce is tiny. I thought my uh, yeah. Well, that's maybe one of the little hot sauces she keeps in her purse, perhaps. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> like Beyonce. Tatiana had a bearded pig. Hmm. <laughs> I don't know why. This is so funny to see. Like, I feel like I haven't seen this in, like, this was, it might as well be the 10-year anniversary. It's yeah. So <laughs> I know, and, like, uh, Ravi's beard is thinner. I, I, I think Liv's makeup is done even better now uh, in the second season. Oh, our makeup person is amazing. Yeah. She's fantastic. And she does a lot of the, we're so lucky because she could do a lot of the special effects makeup, too. I mean, we have a special effects team that does, that does um, a lot also, but we have a person who could do it like right there on set as well. And it's, we're very lucky. Mm-hmm. I was so nervous. <laughs> this is like a big area of contention between me and Rob. I was like, we can't have him aim the gun at the dog. And he's like, so you're okay with him aiming the gun at these two <laughs> bound women, but not at the dog. And I was like, yes, <laughs> because they made the choice to be actresses. Yes. And that dog. No, um, dog I he was so worried about that dog the whole time. Um, because he just looked so genuinely scared. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, he's not acting. He literally thinks that guy has a gun pointed at him. And Rob's like, he literally doesn't know what a gun is, Diane. <laughs> he knows. He can hear that the guy is, has a threatening tone. Uh-huh. And he's probably just like, what the fuck? Why am I not in my warm trailer? It's pouring rain as this guy is being a dick. He's looking around. He's like, this looks like an episode of Dexter in here. What's going on? I know. But the t- yeah. <laughs> Something's going to go down. After dog, you walk in and you're like, oh, they cast me in a snuff film. <laughs> <laughs> um, this is really, un- I have to say, being on set this night, it was really uncomfortable. Like, I felt bad. Like, because the actresses had to be tied up in between yeah. setups because it took so long to tie them up. I just felt like, Every like every ten minutes, I just went in there and said, "Sorry, you're doing a really great job." Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> but they they were they were they had those those girls had a lot of so much work to do and a lot of uh, they had to do a lot of acting under <laughs> in uh, in difficult circumstances. Mm-hmm. You know, you're you're tied to a chair in a plastic room with a camera right in your face. It's that's a lot, and they did they did great. And a dog, <laughs> and a dog on your lap. And accents, and yeah, that's yeah. just Jesus. Uh, this actually reminds. I can't wait to bring them back as twins. Oh yeah. <laughs> well, we you know we we brought people that we liked back in different capacities, and uh, oh, you know, of course. Vacations where I'm like, I wish we could bring back our like. Can we just put wigs on them and bring them back as different characters? Scotty and Donnie. Oh my God! Uh, yeah. Once we this, this, the second we we were like, what did we do? Why did we kill him? He's amazing. <laughs> 
Yeah, the whole uh, dog talk definitely reminded me of uh, reading in in EW about how protective you were of, uh, you know, minor. Uh, oh, my God. <laughs> it was so funny. I was like, I don't even want my name on that episode. Like, I was such a I, – I didn't want to do the episode that had it, and it kept – and um, it was – I was up at one point, and it looked like it was going to be in mine, and I was like, I can't. I just can't do it. Like, it was – I'm – uh, yeah, but it was, but cool on Rob. Rob was awesome to admit that I was that I uh, you know he he covered he pointed out that I wasn't on board, which is very sweet of him right. to say that. <laughs> he, he could have very very easily been like, oh, it was, it was Diane's idea. I was totally against it. But <laughs> but um, yeah. Wow. Yeah, I'm the person that watches Game of Thrones and is just like. <laughs> Tell me the dire wolves are okay. Yes, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they can kill all the babies in the city. It's just, are the, are the wolves okay? <laughs> I, I think, like, the ba- like that's where the dogs and the babies get me. But it's like, the uh, red wedding, oh, yeah, okay. But, like, yeah. oh, no, I can't believe they killed the dire wolves. Yeah. Oh. Oops. Now we get a little full-on zombie action. <laughs> um, this is great, yeah. This is so fun to shoot, too. It was freezing. I'm saying it's fun, which is hilarious, because it was freezing. It was the middle of the night, and we were all exhausted. I think it was the last day of shooting. No, it wasn't the last day of shooting, but it was, it was a long night. So saying it was fun is hilarious because it was, it was uh, difficult, but it was fun to see, I should say. Mm-hmm. And then she did this. I loved how she did the... She's, uh... I love them. So this is the beginning of just, like, loving them together. Yeah. Um, Monica, little... named after my... my my personal trainer (laughs) (laughs) who I haven't trained with since I had my baby three years ago who I mean it was literally like a reminder like get your ass to the gym and now here I am like I haven't gone three years (laughs) um anyway (laughs) because you guys need to know that um um they're so good together yeah yeah, uh, I'm hoping to get uh, either of them on the show as well. I, I'm, I'm hoping, I'm hoping, at least in season three, uh, I'll get one of them. It, it's uh, it's uh, Rose, uh, Malcolm, and David are the last. Uh, the well, last you haven't three. had da- you haven't had David yet. Nope, nope. Ah, uh, you got to get David. Yeah, yeah. Oh gosh, <laughs> after uh, I mean, gosh, I think I've been watching him for like ten years now, so. I... <laughs> I think that'd be pretty intimidating as well. Like Mr. Sark. Oh my God. <laughs> I know. Well, I was like, I'm such a fangirl that when I, you know, when I meet people, I get super excited too. So I was yeah. so excited to meet him when he, he came in. I was like, yeah. he also, he was my neighbor too for a while. Oh, wow. And I would see him not like a close neighbor, but he was a couple blocks away and I would be walking my dogs and I would, you know, pass him and, I would be all, like, excited, and he'd be like, oh, who's this weird chick looking at me? And then, <laughs> you know, you know, then we started working together, and I was like, I used to be the weird chick walking the dog looking at you. He's like, that's creepy. Go away. <laughs> Rob, tell her to stop talking to me. Here's another great music moment, the Black yeah, Keys. Yeah, I love this. Yeah. I love this. Boop. This is a good treadmill song, speaking of the gym. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I was just we really wanted to do the the, the, the whole thriller Yes. Dance here. It's. It was supposed to. There was supposed to be like a. Originally, there was a. Oh, an uh, actual dance, dance sequence was going to be the dance moves from Thriller, <laughs> but it's that was there was a licensing thing and blah blah blah. Uh... Um, but we loved the idea of having her be, uh, <laughs> in a zombie costume at the end of. <laughs> We're ridiculous. 
<laughs> oh, it's <laughs> great. So, we're such dorks. I watch this now and I'm like, we're such dorks. How do we get away with this? <laughs> and Molly Hagen as the good the good witch or good fairy. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> I love the little kids. The kids are really cute, too. Oh, and yeah. Rose was so cute with them when she was chasing them around. It was rich. <laughs> yeah. Look at that little, and they were this. all so excited. I felt bad, like all these kids out there with their moms, like <laughs> waiting to be chased by a zombie in the dark. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, here's where we get the. Uh, she's just she's figured out what the plan is, what she's going to be doing. Uh, in and it was this yeah. is hard because it was also. Um, oh, we didn't get there yet. Wait, did we? Oh yeah. What show is this? Don't spoil um, us. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> what were you gonna say? I, I, now I feel like I shouldn't say it until we get there. Oh, okay, but, okay. Um, but it's good because people have already seen it, so it doesn't matter. Um, but like we saw David Andrews for such a short time in this pilot yes. that to it's like are people gonna recognize that that's the same guy but we have that yellow jacket and also everybody knows david anders yes of course <laughs> so right. like, wait that's david anders and the hugs not drugs um, yeah another freezing cold night making your actors run around in the ice yeah it looks cold. It. um yeah uh, uh yeah so over. there's our uh there's the pilot Woohoo! yay Oh. Sorry, I'm like the worst commentary person. Oh, please, this has been <laughs> great. Like, and blah, I know... blah, 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 blah. <laughs> I feel like I didn't point out any of the things that were probably interesting that I should have um, pointed out to you. Oh, no, uh, I, I, I wrote a lot of questions down, and I, I, I think I got through all of them. I think the one thing I didn't uh, say was uh, Lady Gaga. We got a Lady Gaga shout-out in this episode, but not, not entirely important to talk about. Wait, what was that? I don't remember the Lady Gaga shot. What was that? Uh, the victim was, uh, her fake name was Stephanie Oh, yeah, that's Germany. right. Uh, why did we, yeah, that was so funny because um, <laughs> who did I think when Rob told me that I couldn't remember, I can't remember who I thought, whose real name I thought that was. Oh, but right. I, of, of course, mocked Rob for knowing her real name, which <laughs> there's no reason to mock him, but like, how do you know that? <laughs> And it's true. Um, I I actually when I, I remember watching that and not really catching it until the end that that's her real name because I don't think it's like widely known, you know. Yeah, <laughs> it's pretty cool. I guess I guess it's smart to assume that she has a real name. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for doing this commentary with us, and uh, again, congratulations on season three. This is. Uh, thank you so much. Now I'm going to be paranoid. I, I gave no spoilers for anything no. coming. No, okay, they, good. I actually was going to ask you, is there anything you want to like tease at all for the last few episodes of, uh, of season no, two? No, because I can't be trusted. I'm just, so, I don't, <laughs> I, like, I don't know where we're at and what's happened and I'm terrified that I'll say something horrible. Um, well, so I, I Blaine just got I'm his so throat bad. cut and he's risen from the dead. And, uh, let me see what else has happened. <laughs> We found out Drake's so an undercover cop. Guys, the last episode you guys saw was the uh, Eternal Sunshine of the Caffeinated Mind. Yeah, that's right. Fucking Kip Boss. That's who you have to get on the show. Kip Boss. <laughs> yes, yes, absolutely. He'll do it. I, 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 I will. I will tweet him. He'll do it, but you have to kind of bust his chops the whole time. Because <laughs> um, that's what I love to do. Um, yeah, I, I, I cannot be trusted. Okay. I will say something horrible. <laughs> 
or I'll commit to something. That's so funny. I did some interviews at the beginning of the season before when we just and uh, the season and everything that we had decided that we were going to do. And I did some things that we were like, we're definitely doing this and things that we said that we could tease out in, in the press when we did interviews. And of course, oh, the yeah. one thing that everyone quoted on me is the one thing that we abandoned week three. <laughs> <laughs> so, and people have been saying the season finale is coming and the executive producer, Diane Ruggiero Wright has said that they're going to do this. I'm like, Oh, Oops. <laughs> yeah, I believe there was but, um, a lot of talk. So yeah, I can't be trusted. I think there was a lot of talk at the beginning of the season how like we were going to get more of Liv's family and Liv's father was going to show up, but I guess we're going to maybe see that in season three. Yeah, that's just, yeah. yeah. You're so good. My God, you're like on top of everything. Yeah, that's <laughs> what I was talking about. Um, where I was like, yeah, we're definitely going to see. Oh, yeah, we're no, the we're Eye Zombie podcast. We have to be. <laughs> I know, but you like, no, I feel like you know more than me. Um, that's so funny. Um, well, thank you guys so much for being so supportive of the show, and this is this is really awesome. I've never uh, experienced it, had this before, so this oh, wow. is cool to have such uh, people so into it. <laughs> well, thank you again so much for being on the show, and uh, yeah, I guess that's it. <laughs> okay, you guys take care, uh, and uh, I hope you keep watching and that you keep oh, liking course. it so much. <laughs> uh, and if we if there's anything that you don't like, know that it's Rob. Okay. <laughs> and yeah, just let you know everybody know that I, I, again, I'll be happy to hold the wastebasket and be the backboard for the gum. Uh, yes, I will, well. I will tell them that there's balls. Yeah, give me a break for a change because he, yeah, he makes me stand <laughs> in that corner all day. So, um, okay, guys, you have a good night. You too. Thanks. Okay. Thanks, Diane. Care. Bye. 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 Yay! Hope you had fun because now we're done. You've listened to every word. Seeing it through makes each of you a huge f***ing nerd. Okay, wow. That was awesome, huh? <laughs> good job, Robin. Uh, oh, good job, Steph. Uh, <laughs> we'll shake our heads. Or we'll shake our hands. We'll sh- and uh, people are shaking pat their Pat each heads. other on the back. Yeah, pat each other on the back. Yeah. Virtual back pat. pat. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's true, though. Uh, it... it Folks who are listening, Diane is definitely uh, was definitely a, a bucket list uh, person <laughs> that we wanted to get on this podcast before it ended, and uh, now she's been on. So, uh, just want to say uh, thanks for the, everything, everybody. Uh, we're gonna be <laughs> we're gonna be hanging up our headphones now. Uh, no, that was that was so great, and um, I'm so glad she was able to spend some time with us on on the phone. So. The two executive producers, I, mean, I, I never would have thought in my wildest dreams that you would have been able to get them. <laughs> I can't believe that they have time for little OS. I know, I know. Uh, it, 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 I don't know. Just, I was just super excited uh, and uh, super happy. So, yeah, we're, we're kind of like in the uh, glow. We're going to go light, light a cigarette up after this. Uh, but I do have to say... Um, uh, to our listeners, uh, the season's not over yet. That's all I'll say. Oh. Uh, and now I will read uh, our next time because when we last were on uh, the podcast together, we reviewed an episode. We didn't actually have the next time on a zombie, but I have it now. Uh, so this is coming back next week. Yay! <laughs> uh, next time on iZombie, he blinded me with science, and here's your description. Blaine drops in on Ravi at the morgue. 
While investigating the murder of a research scientist who was recently demoted at her job, Liv and Detective Babineau are shocked to learn where she had been employed. Meanwhile, Blaine pays Ravi a visit at the morgue, and Liv discovers something new about Drake. Lastly, Von Clark confronts Major... Oh, confronts Major. (laughs) (laughs) Dan Etheridge directed the episode, written by John Enbaum. So, yeah. Now, what was that about where she had been employed? Mm. What do you mean? She, 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 the, the murder of a research scientist. I'm, I'm assuming it's a research scientist at uh, oh. Max Rager, right? Oh, okay. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm wondering if Liv is going to be going uh, for, you know, a little job application. Just saying. Uh, and uh, with a new look. With a new look, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, it is late. And uh, we better get out of here uh, so I can get this on the feed for folks for iZombie's birthday. So uh, um, party on stuff. (laughs) (laughs) Bye. The iZombie Podcast with Robin and Steph is created under a Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial No Derivatives 3.0 Unported International License. That means you can share it all you like as long as you link back to us. But please, do not change it or sell it or trade it for brains unless you're going to give us some. Our podcast logo is designed by D. Sheehan. You can find her work at behance.net slash Deanna Sheehan. Thank you for listening to our show. Obligatory contact information in 3, 2, 1... You can follow me on Twitter at Steph Smith. You can follow me as well at L. Robinero. If you like what we do, check out our other podcast about the Joss Whedon show, Angel, Redemption Cast. Find us at redemptioncast.blogspot.com. I also have a third podcast all about the Marvel Netflix television series, The Defenders Podcast. Find that at defenderspod.com. Like us on our Facebook page, facebook.com slash Podcast. Join our Facebook discussion group, facebook.com slash groups slash Podcast. You can find those links and more on our home on the web, iZombiePodcast.com. Leave us a five-star review on iTunes. Use those delicious cerebellums and make sure you leave it on the correct feed. We are the iZombie Podcast with Robin and Steph. And we're out. Brand Appetit!